Dead Pixel Live Power Ranking Edition. This is Derek H. I'll be the host for the next, uh, let's say, hour. We'll make this a quick show. This is where we count down the top consoles of the week. We count all, count down all the top consoles in the world. The top 10 consoles. If you uh, want to know how we do it, we do not go by NPD lists. We do not go by sales figures. We do not go by release dates. We go by the zeitgeist. We go by... What people are talking about around the world, on the forums, in the social medias, on the tumblers, and the Instagrammies, and the snappy chippies. That's how we come up with what the top consoles are. This is your list, nobody else's. If you want to be a part of this show, it is easy. You call in on Skype. Anybody can. There's, there's no restrictions. You don't have to pre-sign up. You don't have to pre-register. <laughs> You don't have to be in the know or in the group. All you have to do is dial Dead Pixel Radio on Skype. D-E-A-D-P-I-X-E-L-R-A-D-I-O on a program called Skype. It is 100% free. You do that. You call in. You're on the air. Just like that. It's easy. Do it every every week, Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. If you don't want to call in, but you still want to participate, you can go to the All Games uh, Forum, allgames.com slash live, L-I-V-E. That will take you to the All Games Forum. Or you can send an email, Derek, D-R-R-I-C-K, at allgames.com. Twitter, All Games Radio on Twitter. Facebook, All Games Radio on Facebook. I'm sure there's another way to contact uh, the show. If there is, good. Good on you. I'm happy that... You've managed to find a way to communicate with the world. Okay. Okay. E3. E3 is over. And by that, I mean, I kind of get the feeling that E3 is done. I was at E3 last week. I went all three days. Actually, I went... Did I go four days or did I go three days? I went three days. I went three days because uh, I was going to go a day early. Wait, why didn't I go a day early? I was just tired. I was just tired. I was going to go pick up my badge a day early. Instead, I picked up my dad badge on, on day one. The thing... 
you okay e3 is set up is e3 used to be three way back in the day used to be three separate halls uh north hall west hall and kincha hall kincha hall was all like the indie stuff and all like the the leftover stuff kincha hall went away like five six seven years ago eight years ago probably even more than that it's gone so then it was just the west hall and the south hall two different halls one hall was the major hall the majors you went that was the major console manufacturers sony sony nintendo uh, Sega, Microsoft. Uh, then you had the East, was it, wait, the West Hall or the South Hall? I don't know, but the other hall, whatever the other hall was, was your major third parties. Activision, uh, Blizzard, EA, Ubisoft. And then there was another corner with uh, all the no-names that used to be in Kinsha, which is a lot less of them now. Uh, and then... Uh, there was like the little, the indie, and then also like a little corner with the indie. This year, this year I noticed that the main hall was still the main hall, but it was set up a little differently. There was Microsoft, which was as open as always. Microsoft has always has has been a very has an open game plan for their E3. Where basically you just, they have, they're all about maximum number of, of, uh, of setups. Like the maximum number of games being shown. I guess to show that the Xbox has a ton of games, but it's just like row after row after row of game stations where you just go pick up a controller and start playing. And there's usually some guy there. Uh, to talk to you about the game, to explain stuff. But basically, it was just like game, 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 game. And this year, they even had like a little hand sanitizer, which was good. Sony takes a different different approach. Sony's always taken a, uh, it's always been a little bit more controlled in their, uh, selective in their game. They have one small section where it's like uh, where you can just walk up and play, but there's uh, there's also uh, more than a couple uh, big set pieces where the only way you're gonna get in is by waiting in line, and so if you're gonna play uh, the new Gran Turismo, uh, they don't have just it set up. Maybe they did. I didn't see it, bro. But they have a whole sit down thing, which is great. You get to sit down. And like a little cockpit and drive the car around. There's there's four or five of them. There's an assistant to help you get in, to get out and walk you through. The only problem is all that takes a lot longer than just walking up and playing a game and then get, get rid of it. Basically, you're, you have to wait in line to do that. And PlayStation VR, oh, good Lord. The line for PSVR, huge. Uh, anything, uh, Batman Arkham Asylum VR. Uh, big rig VR, like all the VRs, was in a big long line. There's no just walking up. So, and then you have Nintendo, which is weird to me because Nintendo has always been kind of a dual thing where there's they have their little a small area where they're where they're one big game, 
and that was the long line. But the rest of it was everything else where it just open, almost as open as Microsoft was. And this year, Nintendo was completely shut off. When I say completely shut off, I mean, you they had one game, as far as I can tell, they had one game they were showing, which was Zelda. And they had a, a, they had a huge area, huge area, probably about as big as uh, Sony and or Microsoft's. But to get in, you had to wait in a line that was crazy long. I would say, look, if I, on the shortest day, it was a three-hour wait. On the shortest day. To play one game. That's it. And so, I didn't even go into to, to Nintendo. I couldn't tell you what inside of Nintendo. And I was looking forward to it. I wanted to go inside there. But there's nothing. there was nothing in there. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there was something in there, but I couldn't see it. <laughs> Nintendo has taken a very hands... It's like Nintendo was there out of protest, almost. Like, Look, we... Uh, we paid for this space. We got a 10-year lease on this space. We prepaid. So we might as well we might as well show up, but we don't feel like we're going to bring one game. And we 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 want to deal with as few people as possible. So we're going to corral them all and make them all wait 6 hours. And that's that's what Nintendo was. And then you had a, a few other ones in the main hall like uh Oculus and like Natsumi, who's and I think Nyko, they're always in the main hall too. And then oh, then you go over to the other one, and it was it seemed kind of kind of lacking because EA wasn't there. Act uh, EA usually had a big, huge open space, and uh, Activision wasn't there. No Call of Duty stuff. So basically, when you walk in uh, to the other to the other side, the other hall, uh, you're greeted with a giant mafia with mafia three, a mafia big mafia three setup, which looks beautiful. Although I gotta tell you, mafia three is not a huge game, but okay, uh, okay. Then two uh, K, uh, Lego, a lot of Lego stuff. Indiecade was there, but it was like a different setup. It was like a couch-based setup where instead of having all of the developers just where it used to be, it looked like they just brought, they used to just bring their laptops and set them on a table. Now everybody got little couches and everything, but it was set up weird, so you couldn't just go and play. This E3 was not the walk-up-and-play E3 like it was. Like, E3 used to be, a walk up, you see a game, you just walk up to it and start playing. That's not what this E3 was. And that kind of leads me to believe that these companies, most of them don't want to be there. They don't see any, they don't see any, uh, what, any pluses to having people play their games early like they used to. Notice how many, notice the lack of demos also. Demos have gone away. Nobody wants... Basically, they don't want you to see what you're getting before you pay for it. 
And since E3 is no longer retail-based like it used to be, oh, should I tell you guys the history of E3? E3 used to be the response to the Consumer Electronics Show. The Consumer Electronics Show uh, is still a giant computer show, an electronic show, uh, in Vegas every, what, January, I believe it is, January. And it used to be back in the back in the 80s, that's where all the new video game releases were. That's where Sega and Nintendo and Atari would show off all their new systems. But it got to the point where video games became so big that they're like we don't we we're gonna have our own instead instead of being at this instead of being at CES we're gonna have our own we're gonna call it E3 Electronics Entertainment Expo and so instead of being because it's kind of weird how you would have the new Mario and then right next to it you would have the new uh, the new a new toaster like oh uh, here's Sonic and and here's a, a shoe that lights up when you run. Right next door. Like, that was the deal. Here's an uh, exercise bike. And here's the Atari 5200. And so they got, so they went and everybody moved out to E3. It was a huge success. And the reason uh, E3 was there was to show the media and, more importantly, uh, retailers what's coming up so they would place orders early. And so Walmart and Kmart and Best Buy and Best and Zare and JCPenney and Sears and uh, Electronics Boutique and Babbage's, all these stores, a lot of these are gone now, would go and say, oh, wow. This new Earthworm Gym game looks really good. We'll take 10,000 units. Oh, Micro Machines? Awesome use of the license. We'll take 55,000. That's how it used to work. And there was also there was there were meeting rooms where deals were made and you would see everybody in suits walking around playing games. Oh, this is good. Slowly that went away. Base, around the time it really died was uh, E3 kind of gave, like they were, they saw the way it was going. And so they tried, one, so they, one year they said, okay, instead of having this big convention center, we're going to have like just separate meeting rooms and different hotels. And that was a huge failure. It was a huge failure. And they said, oh, we'll also have E for All, which will be where everybody, all the, like, everybody can come and play regular games and stuff. So it'll be like, so they, they basically, they tried to split up the business part of E3 and the having fun part of E3. They said, okay, the business part, we'll have that. And then we have a fun part, we'll call it E for All. Huge failure on all, on all accounts. E3 that year was crap. E for All. Almost nobody came. The same year, PAX said, hey, we'll do an old school style event. Well, you just, everybody come play video games. So, so PAX, that's how PAX got big. 
we're not here to talk about PAX. But the whole reason PAX got big is because E3 screwed up one year. But then coming back, E3 tried to come back and say, oh, we'll do, we'll do it like we used to. But at this point, retailers kind of realized they don't need to go to E3 to see what, what's up. And companies were getting so big where they didn't really need to be at E3. They could, they could hold their own. The same way Disney has D D twenty three or whatever, and and um, in Japan, uh, Nintendo has its own convention because they're so big they don't need to be there. That started happening E three, and this year was the first year where it really really happened, where EA was like, we don't need to be here. Activision's like, yeah, we don't need to be here either. A lot of companies. We're just like Devolver Digital, a bunch of which is a bunch of indie indie games. We're like, we'll just be across the street. We'll be down. In fact, they're, they're even across. They're down the street. They put up a giant balloon. Or E three kind of outlived its own usefulness. And it, when you walked in, you kind of saw that. You saw like, what's the purpose of this? Is it just to play new games? Because we we have social media for that now to learn about new stuff, and that's and that's why I kind of think that this year was the death knell of E three. I was there the whole time. I was, <laughs> there was no sense of urgency, there was no sense of excitement, and a lot of a lot of big things were happening. We have the Sony Project Scorpio was announced. No buzz, uh, no buzz whatsoever about Project Scorpio. No buzz about in the NX. Nobody's like, "Where's the NX?" Oh, I, I heard rumors that it's behind closed. Nothing, nothing. PlayStation VR was there, but eh, eh, no. Oculus was there, but eh. Well, it just wasn't a whole lot to get excited over this year. Maybe it's, I was, I meant that a, a part, part of the way I was sick through a lot of it. I wasn't feeling great. Maybe that is, uh, maybe that's clouding my judgment. Maybe that is a, a, a dirty film over the top of the lens that I'm looking at E3 through. But even outside, okay, let's, for example, outside of the, uh, let's say, was South Hall? Uh, I guess South Hall. Uh, there used to be just a ton of stuff. Like trucks and setups and vendors and everything. This year, it was empty, empty out front. There was a IndyCar, and that's it. That's it. On the other side, there was a, a PlayStation booth where you can hit a baseball and win a shirt, and that's it. But those places used to be packed full of places, packed full of like uh, like uh, smaller companies and. And vendors and people and a lot, a lot of stuff used to be there, and it's not. So I was kind of worried that 
I'm kind of wondering how E3 is going to bounce back next year. If they are even going to bounce back next year. Or, or is this the end of E3? Could it be? Because PAX is so watered that PAX is, to me, is such a non-event now. Where it's basic, PAX is basically just another comic book convention, except with video games. We just got an email from ID at Xbox. Let me make sure they didn't kick me out of ID at Xbox. I'm always worried that uh, that they're gonna wor- that they're gonna find out that I'm a part of uh, ID at Xbox and I'm making uh, independent my own independent Xbox One game. They're gonna be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Derek Hopkins, how'd you get here? So every time they send me something, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Dear Derek, third annual PAX Open House in Redmond, Washington. I will not be there. What's this one? Thanks for your uh, sign agreement. Here are the two. Ooh, no, wait, I already got this. Don't I don't I already have this? This already happened. They sent me something different. Media shuttle. Blah blah blah. Okay, that's good. Okay, I'm good. I'm still in. Everybody, you will die too. It's still on its way. Ugh. I was worried there for a second. I thought I was I thought I was gonna end up losing losing my development company, which I had to pay two hundred fifty dollars for. What was that saying? Oh, PAX. You know how Comic-Con was a huge thing? And now you hear that there's, a, like, every other weekend there's another Comic-Con going on. Like, there's San Diego Comic-Con, which is the big one. The big one. But then there's Long Beach Comic-Con, Tidewater Comic-Con, Arizona Comic-Con, Washington Comic-Con, uh, C2E2. Uh, Dragon Con. Uh, what else? What other con? VidCon is going on right now. WonderCon. And now, to me, PAX is just another one of those cons. You know? There's PAX. PAX Prime. PAX, PAX South. PAX East. PAX Australia. Is there a PAX Europe yet? Is there a PAX China? There should be a PAX China. PAX Asia. Pexasia? Pasia? Is there a Pasia? No. It shouldn't. I want to go back to the days where E3 was a big deal. But I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. There was a time, there's a couple times where E3. Uh, uh, got too big for his own britches where they thought they were bigger than they were. One, when they came out and said, uh, we don't, because like E3 has always been a business thing. And before when they saw that it was getting a little too unbusinesslike, they would try to correct themselves, but not, but they didn't know how to do it. So like there's no booth babes that year. Remember the year that they said no booth babes, which is basically just saying, 
we don't want attractive women at our business convention. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to any business business convention ever, but business businesses aren't stupid. Businesses know that a lot of businesses are run by old married men. And nothing uh well nothing will interest an old married man more than a young attractive woman. I'm sorry, it's just how it is. I know it's sexist, but if you have uh, a group of, of 15 old married men and then you're like, hey, here's a booth with uh, showing off a new boring piece of software. And here's a booth showing off a new boring piece of software with an attractive young woman standing behind it. Guess which one they're going to go to? If only so that if only this so they have something to think about when they're sitting in their hotel room uh, waiting to go back home. They're all. That's just the way the world works. I'm sorry. I know that I'm a disgusting human being for letting everybody know the truth, but that is the truth. And so the one year, uh, the year that they said no more booth babes. Guess what? That's that, that lasted a year. That lasted one year. And then they then they relaxed, quote, relaxed the restrictions. Then they, um, uh, we already went over where they, where they, uh, they said, oh, they, they got rid of the actual conference and put everybody in, into hotel suites and had everybody walking down uh, the goddamn Santa Monica boardwalk to get to their, Appointments, ugh. Put everything in a giant hanger or something, ugh. That was bad. Oh, well. Oh, well. Maybe next year. I don't, I, you know what? I'm not going to say maybe next year. I'm not going to give anybody false hope. I don't think, I think next year is going to be uh, more the same. I think it's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be less companies. I, I think another big company Probably Nintendo is going to drop out. And E3 is going to be more and more VR. VR. VR now. When I go down the rows and look at all the VR stuff, it reminds me of 3D. I wanted to say early VR, but I guess early VR and early 3D is the same thing where everybody had, like once somebody figured it out, once somebody figured out 3D, for a couple of years, everybody had 3D. Every Everybody that knew how to uh, do a, a sh- some shutter glasses and had an injection mold in their backyard had a 3D product. And when you go down the rows and see all the VR stuff, it's not just Oculus and just uh, HTC. It is name make up make up some some crappy name or some crappy company in some crappy country, and they have a VR setup too. And they have or they have a a, v, a a VR creation thing, or a VR um, or, or augmented reality or something. Something with the R and a V or an X or an A in there. 
it's gotten to the and I think it's gonna fall. It's all gonna fall out. I think VR right now is being treated as a fad. Remember when uh, when the Wii when Wii motes were big and all of a sudden everything had motion controls. And I I want to say I don't mean just like the PlayStation Move and the Connect. I mean you can go get a a, a forty nine dollar console from from uh, from Walgreens that had motion controls because once they figured out how to do it, once somebody bought a Wii and then opened that sucker up and said, Oh, we can do this. Then they did it for crazy cheap in a very bad way and sold it to anybody who didn't want to pay one ninety nine. So I can get it for $14. Then I'm getting it for $14 in the same way that VR is like right now, where you, you have your Oculus headsets, you have your HTC headsets, but you also have your 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 made up name made up name headsets, which weighs a tenth a tenth is a tenth of the weight and has a hollow and you can barely see it. And like, oh, just put your phone inside of there. You're done. Okay. It was weird too that the. One VR, not weird. It's not weird. The one VR thing, I didn't. I, did, I didn't even see it though. I didn't. I don't, so I don't know where it was at. But uh, Naughty America had a VR porn there. Where, but that's the one that I keep seeing people talking about. Like, hey, there's VR porn. I'm like, eh. Guess what, guys? You're not gonna. If that's what you're basing your entire industry off of if that if that's the the number one if the number one takeaway from e3 which right now is vr porn if the number one takeaway from e3 is vr porn then that's a, then that's an issue then somebody failed in and and getting the message out about virtual reality because a lot of the vr stuff i looked at i was like that doesn't need to be vr star trek bridge commander didn't need to be vr most of the stuff there, they had a VR setup where I was like, wait a minute. That's not a game. That's just a movie. And it's not even a movie. It, it was literally just somebody walking through a forest. And that's what they were selling. They were selling VR experiences. Wouldn't you want to know what it's like to walk through a rainforest? With our VR headset, and you can go, I'm like, what? Is, is, is it just walking through? Yeah, it's just walking through. Well, can I do that on a computer? Just hit a button. And and then, like, scroll around and look around. I just, you don't feel the sun on your, your arms. You don't feel uh, the leaves uh, touching your legs. You don't feel uh, the rain. You don't feel any of that stuff. So, it's, it, uh, you know what? I'm not going to... That, that I don't want to fall into a whole VR thing. It's more about I want to talk more about E3 than VR. So there, there that's what I want to talk about. E3. I'm not gonna say it's bad because it wasn't bad. It was good. It was still fun. Still happy I went. I did not feel it wasn't my favorite E3 of all time. I've had a lot. In fact, this was probably. One of my least favorite E3s of all time. 
Like, it just didn't seem special enough. Where nobody seemed that excited. Nobody seemed that excited. Nobody seemed like, oh, I'm so happy. I could just. There were some E3s where you'll walk in and you could just see some of the people who were just in awe of the fact that they were there. And that wasn't. I did not see that once at this E3. Where people just stopped and just like fell to their knees. I remember my first E3, me and my brother actually like rolled down. There was, it was at the bottom like a little hill. We were so happy. We went screaming and started rolling down the side of the hill. Like, E3! Ah! That's how excited we were. And nobody looked at us like we were crazy because they were all just as excited. This one, no. No. Oh, okay. Well, that's E3. No more no more E3 talk, everybody. Instead, let's do the countdown. And get out of here early. That'll be that'll be great. Wanna be great? We get out of here early. Then everybody can go and you can go do whatever you people do. Let's see. What do you people do? Who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to watch TV. I watched Zootopia last night. That was a good show. Let me, let me, see. Da, da, da. Let me go to the Zeitgeist machine. Not that one. There, console power rankings. Okay. Let the... Let the machine do its business. One thing, I, I saw all of the press releases, press conferences. I saw all of the press conferences. Noticed, I did notice what, I don't really care about what they talk about. What I care about is what they don't talk about. That's the big thing. What companies don't say, it says a lot. PlayStation, Sony, even though even though when you went to their booth and they showed you like this is what the Sony VR setup is gonna be. And it's the PS4, it's the VR headset, it's some weird USB uh hub thing because you gotta plug everything into it. Uh it's the PlayStation Move, it's the PlayStation Move gun, it's some new controller. They show you all that stuff. I didn't I didn't hear a word about the PS Move during the press conference. But the PS Move from what it looks like is a very important part of PSVR. But I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. So that that tells me that kind of tells me that Sony does not want VR to be uh confused or associated with the PS Move. And the PS Move, once again, everybody, still around. It's still a big part of PlayStation, although nothing has been released for it forever. It is still an active an active accessory. 
for Xbox, they have slowed way down. And in fact, I don't think they talked about it at all. Backward compatibility or the fact that they basically killed a bunch of Xbox killed a bunch of stuff without telling people Xbox 360 completely dead now, completely dead. There no Xbox 360 games uh, were shown at E3. No Xbox 360s were there at all. Not a not a cheap. Here's one we're selling for. Even the Atari 2600. Up until Atari's last days, you can still buy. Uh, they're still selling the Atari 2600 Junior system for like thirty nine ninety nine. By Atari, the Xbox 360 completely gone. One hundred percent. Also, completely gone, one hundred percent. Connect. I saw zero connect games, zero connect. Um, what do you call that? Connect. What licenses? I guess I don't know. It, nothing affiliated with Connect was there, and. And the new the the new little mini system they're putting out, the Xbox One S, which just basically just a redesigned Xbox One, has everything the original Xbox had, except they removed the Connect port. And they're like, well, with an adapt, if you buy an adapter, then you can get the port back by plugging it into USB three, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. Connect is dead. It's gone. And so, if you paid an extra hundred bucks for it, sorry, sorry. Nintendo, Nintendo, uh, except for Zelda, like you would think that Zelda was its own platform because the Wii U got zero love. I think that if, if Nintendo could, they would, in fact, they might actually do it. I think there's a good chance that he will sell Zelda as its own kind of thing where it's just, here's Wii U Zelda. And put, like, run it all together. The Wii U Zelda. Hey, make sure you come by a Wii U Zelda. And you go in there for $199. You get Zelda. And it comes with this weird machine that you put it into to make it work. Because the whole rest... The Wii U could have been... They could have been talking about a, a new Mario Kart, a new Smash Brothers. They didn't have to talk about NX. The Wii U, they could have talked about uh, a new... The, what about that new... Uh, what's that thing? Star Fox. They could have talked about Star Fox. But, eh. Oh, well. Oh, well. I didn't see it. Look, maybe behind closed doors. Because in the past, Nintendo has been good about 
doing stuff behind closed doors. I have never been behind those closed doors, though. I have never gotten to so I don't know. So if they're doing something secret with the NX or the 3DS or with Pokemon or with, uh, uh, with Wario or any of that stuff, they're, they're doing a great job of keeping a secret because I didn't see it. And from what I can tell, because I've heard nobody else talk about it anywhere else at any time during all, nobody, somebody point me to where uh, there's a big expose on all the cool stuff Nintendo was showing other than Zelda. Where they'd say, hey, even the Nintendo Treehouse thing, they showed Pokemon, good on you. Been out for a while though, so not really anything new. And Zelda. That's it. I think they showed they show some box game nobody's gonna buy. There you go. There you go. And uh, I feel I got a feel. I really got the feeling though that Nintendo was like, "We're here because we already bought the space. We don't want if we could have skipped this year. If Nintendo could have skipped this year, they would have skipped this year. That's what I feel." Okay. Is that let's let's go to the let's go let's go to the top ten games. Top ten. I wish Nintendo was more like at Microsoft. Microsoft was showing everything. Yeah, game like if if your game booted up. And it had a title screen. It looks like Microsoft was like, bring it. We'll, we'll got it. We got a system set up for you. I saw games uh, like, what, the Turing Test, which didn't look, look like they just started working on it. Uh, the Culling looked like they just started working on it. Some Space Game looks like they just started working on it. They look good, but it, it's obvious that they were, like, they just started developing on it, but they were still there showing it off. And then the stuff that they were close to done, like uh, Forza Horizon 3, which I'm guessing is done. They had tons of those sets set up. And guess what? You didn't have to wait in line to play Forza Horizon 3. There were like 20 setups there. Just go play Forza Horizon 3. Uh, the the boat game. There's a boat game there. I forgot it was the boat game, the pirate game. There's a bunch of games. Oh, as far as showing, showing off stuff, Microsoft did it the best, as far as I'm concerned. They, they, they actually had you play games. Number 10. Really? Okay, PS3. There you go. Number 9. If you guys have... I'm going to go through this list fairly quickly. If you have any comments or or questions about the list, then you better call in quick to Dead Pixel Radio on Skype because I'm not going to be hanging around uh, fielding questions after I get to number one. We're going to be out of here. We got, I got I got nothing to do after this. And so I got to hurry up and get to, get to doing nothing. My, uh, I get that, uh, that blue apron thing and like every other time 
they they put it in front of my next door neighbor's door instead of my door. And so I had to walk down in front and pick up it's a giant box too and pick up pick up a giant box from in front of my neighbor's door and then walk it back. And I feel like a thief every time I do it. Every time. Even though it's mine. I was like, why can't why is it that every other it's not every time. It's like the it's like the the guy would figure out like, oh I put it here last week. I sh- and it's the address is the same. Maybe I should put it in front of the same door. Like, oh no. Last week it was here. This week I'm just guessing the same ex- address shifted uh, f- 30 feet down to the left. Number nine, Raspberry Pi. I saw more than a couple of ra- more than a couple of Raspberry Pi based pieces of hardware. But they don't call them Raspberry Pi based pieces of hardware, so maybe they weren't. But there was. It's like, hey, here's the arcade, uh, an arcade in a box. All you have to do is add the uh, what the cover, the controller, and the games. Isn't that just a Raspberry Pi? No, it's an arcade in a box. Okay. More than a couple of things like that were uh, at E3. Number seven. No, number number eight. Number eight. iOS. Believe it or not, I didn't see a lot of iOS-based stuff at E3. Maybe that's just me not looking hard enough, but I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Number seven, Wii U, Wii U. Number six, Steam Machine, AKA what? PC, just PC. I'm gonna I'm gonna change Steam Machine and the. Uh, and the list to just PC. Because I saw zero steam machines there. Not a one. I didn't there were no steam machines to be they're all just straight up. Here is a PC. Not here's a magic video game playing box that just happens to play only PC games. No, this is a PC. There's Steam Machine is dead, everybody. I'm calling it. Steam Machine officially does not exist anymore. Two DS, three DS, two DS, three DS. Number. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, really, four. Okay. Okay. Oculus Rift. Number four. Number three. HTC Vive. Now, these are split up for this week and this week only. Because I was explained to by a couple of people that there's a big difference 
between the Oculus Rift and the HTC Vive. The Oculus Rift, uh, you basically, you have to either stand in one place or sit down, and you can play it like that. Like, I don't, like, if I'm wrong about this, somebody please, uh, please let me know. But I was told by a couple of people that these, this is different. And HTC Vive, you can walk around because you have to set up sensors and it knows where, like, the walls are in your room. So you can actually, like, move around an area with the HTC Vive. So that's why they were split up because... I got I got I was got tired of talking to people and saying VR this VR this. Well, do you mean HTC VR or do you mean the Oculus VR? Because they're two different things. And no, they're pretty much same. No, no, they're completely. They're two different development stacks. They're two different uh, feature sets. Uh, they're two completely different platforms. Like okay, okay, okay. I'll split them up this week. Not next week though. Not next week. Okay. Now, here's the last two. The last two. One is going to be. Ugh. I know this is going to get really heavy for a lot of people. Okay? This is just what people are talking about. This isn't my, this isn't me saying it. It's not Derek saying it. It's not DPL saying it. It's not DPL PR saying it. It's a zeitgeist saying it. And this is uh, basically off of E3. Number two is uh, the Xbox One. Yes, yes, they had they announced a new console. They did not show that console, and all announcing a new console does was basically tell people not to buy the current console. So I don't know why they would do such a thing. Hey, in a year and a half, whatever we sell you now is gonna like. I like how they tried to. They tried to say, look, everything is going to be backward compatible. Every game's going to work the same, except it'll work better on the, like, no, 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 no. If you have a Scorpio, if I buy a game on a Scorpio and it looks the same or plays the same as it does on Xbox One, then I'm asking why I paid for a Scorpio. So, no, the games will not be the same. There will, there will be differences. And just because everything will not be backward compatible. I'm going to, I say it takes a month and a half before before they say uh, this game, uh, because of the death of this game, uh, certain features only work under Scorpio, which means the game's only for Scorpio. Yes, they announced a lot of games. Yes, the show floor had more games set up. But this week... PlayStation is number one because they did a good job of telling people they're number one. That's it. That's it, because, look, 
when you, I kind of expected to be able to just walk up and play God of War. No, you had to wait in a big long line to play a God of War. I kind of expected it to be to walk up and play Gran Turismo. No, you had to wait in a big long line to play in a big sit down version. What Sony did was turn their booth into a club where you have to be a hot girl or a rich guy to get into. One of those clubs where there's a long line of people waiting outside to get in. Nintendo tried the same thing, but once you got inside of there, there's only, you're like, whoa, this isn't a strip club? I could have, so it's just, it's, it's just like a, uh, uh, what, those, one of those clubs where girls like play on like ropes or like, like scars and stuff. And that's it. Dancing a scarf. I waited two hours to see some lady dance with a scarf. That's it. And then, but over on the PS3 side, once you, you're waiting for an hour and there's actually something on the inside. Oh, hey, there you go. Like Chippendales. There's a guy dancing. Hey, look at that, look at that sucker flopping around. I, I, I gave you both different extremes so I don't get yelled at for being a dirty a dirty uh, pig. So I have to give both extremes. Once you got inside the the Sony version, the Sony box, the Sony the Sony club. Once you got through that line, you did get something out of it. You did get to play some good some good games. Xbox maybe maybe Xbox made it too easy. But no, but coming out of it, a lot of people aren't talking about Xbox One stuff. Play, there was PlayStation VR. There was no Xbox VR. No Connect. No, they didn't even really talk about Cortana. They didn't talk about really about anything. So, like Sony was a lot of great PR, but I personally I think there wasn't a whole lot behind it. Just saying, just saying. But coming out of it, people are talking more about it, and they didn't even talk about a Neo, which I think was smart. Because unless that's like, unless your console is ready to go now, then don't talk about it. Because if it's more powerful, people aren't going to buy your current console. The Xbox One S is a good deal. Except for the fact that they announced the Scorpio. So why would I... Like, if I was like, oh, I just want a PlayStation 1 S uh, just because it's smaller and more compact. And like, nah, I'm not, I'm not wasting money on that. And a couple of... And, and uh, by next year, it's going to be... I'm going to throw it out. So, no. So, no. Okay. There you go. That's the... That's your that's your consoles of the week. If you have uh, something different, let me know. Uh, send an email. Post it in the post a comment on the website under the stories. Uh, the website's been slightly slightly redesigned. Don't forget if you want to support all games uh, and you buy anything from Amazon, uh, just click on the Amazon link and buy it. It costs cost you the same. Just helps us out. Uh, or you can buy a shirt. I was sporting uh, the All Games shirt, uh, the All Games 20th anniversary uh, shirt while I was at 
uh, at E3. You can support one too. You can go to allgames.com slash shop right now and support it. And I have a couple here, so I'll probably be giving some away in some kind of some kind of stupid uh, prize thing over the next week or so, because I'm kind of sick of having them here. And the original reason I was going to use them for, I decided I'm not going to use them. I was going to use them to do another uh, another round of photo shoots and stuff, but I'm kind of I'm done. I'm done with that. I'm done with the whole. Like I'm, I'm done with it. I don't want to do it anymore, so I'm not going to. So if you guys want to do your own photo shoot, uh, buy a shirt and take some pictures, and maybe I'll put it up. Maybe I won't. I probably won't. I just realized that a lot of like I I I can't go down to say like I was like oh, but I did that before, and it wasn't successful. So why would I do it again? And I've been doing that a lot lately. Like, I've been going over a lot of stuff. like, oh. Like, looking at all the stuff that I've done in the past. And like, oh, if that's not successful, do something different. Don't do the same thing over again. So, so that's what's happening. I'm like, look, if something wasn't successful, why am I going down that same path again? Okay. There you go. That's it. Is there anything else? Anything else from anybody? No? Okay. Good for you. Uh, let me let me click on uh, how are we going to end the show? How are we going to end the show today? Hmm. Oh, I'll uh, I'll do I'll do this one. Can I? Yeah. Now I gotta wait 15 seconds for this ad to stop. So I will now talk for eight seconds, pretending I'm saying something important, but really I'm just vamping until this stupid commercial goes off because I wasn't smart enough to preload it. Bye everybody. game.